I'm Bonnie Glazer, director of the China Power Project at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. In this episode of the China Power Podcast, we're discussing the ups and downs of China's relationship with the Czech Republic. In 2012, China created the 16 plus 1 framework with countries from Central and Eastern Europe, including the Czech Republic, with the goal of increasing engagement and expanding economic ties. Subsequently, China-Czech relations initially showed a few promising signs of strength through the establishment of a strategic partnership and the signing of sister city agreements. Despite Czech President Milo Zeman's pro-China leanings, the recent cancellation of the sister city agreement between Prague and Beijing and critical comments about China by the Czech intelligence agency have revealed growing tensions in the relationship. Ongoing investment activities like the Belt and Road Initiative continue to link China and the Czech Republic, but the trajectory of their relationship is uncertain. To discuss the key challenges and opportunities in China-Czech bilateral relations, I'm joined by Dr. Richard Turchani. Dr. Turchani is a key researcher at Palatsky University and assistant professor at Mendel University, both in the Czech Republic. He's also a program director at the Central European Institute of Asian Studies. Richard, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Bonnie. Thanks a lot for having me. So how would you describe Chinese interests and intentions in developing ties with the Czech Republic? What does Beijing hope to achieve and, and what does Prague want from China? So to begin with the Czech intentions, I think that is much more straightforward People, businesses, the government over here in the Czech Republic hoped uh, for more exports to China and uh, Chinese investment here, especially after 2008 financial crisis, which somehow revealed that the country is very dependent, especially on Western Europe. So there was an attempt to diversify economic partners. So economy is really the key to understand the, the Czech motivation. Now, the question about Chinese interests and intentions is perhaps more interesting. Over here, from my perspective, there is not too much economic potential for China, although I'm not entirely sure whether everyone in China can understand that. But most Chinese businesses want to invest into companies which own good technology. And uh, this technology tends to exist, especially in Western Europe, not so much in Czech Republic or Central Eastern Europe. On the other hand, Chinese companies like to invest and construct infrastructure projects. But over here, again, they are much more successful in um, Africa, Latin America, developing countries. And the Czech Republic is a member of the EU, so not that much of potential over here. I think politically speaking, there are some Chinese interests which they have uh, when it comes to the Czech Republic, which is obviously an EU member, NATO member, the UN member and other international organizations. So having good relations with the Czech Republic would help China to somehow perhaps influence these bigger organizations' decisions when it comes to China. That might be especially important for the EU, where the Czech Republic and other CEE countries, Central Eastern European countries, actually play quite a big role when it comes to EU decision-making, because they are 12 countries out of 28 or 27. So there is some political interest, but in my perspective, the biggest interest for China when it comes to Czech Republic is, in my opinion, in symbolic domain. A few years ago, 
Czech President uh, Milor Zeman was one of the very few Western leaders at the military parade in Beijing for the anniversary of the Second World War. And this was something which was very much used by Chinese media domestically as a message that there are some Western leaders who are willing to, to support China, perhaps. So that's one thing. There is one more quite specific thing in the Czech Republic, and that is that there is relatively high support and sympathies for Tibetans, for Taiwanese. And I think, actually, that the biggest hope of Chinese foreign policy towards the Czech Republic is to prevent that these kind of views would play out somehow in the Czech foreign policy. So I think this is why China has probably invested sizable public diplomacy and probably also some intelligence to counter these positive views of Tibet and Taiwan. And I should say that China has not been very successful in countering these views in the country. So in March 2016, President Xi Jinping visited the Czech Republic, and that was his first visit to any of the 16 Central and East European countries. And at that time, the two countries signed the Strategic Partnership Agreement. So can you briefly describe how the bilateral relationship developed after that visit? Yeah, so 2016 visit was the moment when the Czech-China relations were at its best. One of the highlights of the visit were that a lot of promises about Chinese investments and deals were announced altogether up to 10 billion euros. However, since then, the relations went down. So at the end of 2016 already, the Dalai Lama visited Prague again. He's quite a frequent visitor. And the Minister of Culture met, met him. This was, of course, met with a lot of criticism in China, and that kind of was the first sign of perhaps what would later to come. I think the very biggest issue which caused Czech-China relations to deteriorate since then is that economic results didn't materialize to the extent which was expected in the Czech Republic, even though perhaps unrealistically. So this led to a realization that perhaps the improvement of relations with China was not worth it, so to say, from the Czech perspective. There is a bit of a transactional logic in the Czech Republic when it comes to relations with China, and that is that the expectation was that if Czech Republic decreases its criticism of China and improves political relations, then economic relations would automatically increase. And once this didn't happen... Basically, everyone started questioning why we improved political relations to begin with. It's very interesting to look at the role of social democrats who controlled the government and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs at that time, and they still control the Ministry of Foreign Affairs at the moment. So it was them who had this pragmatic goal of improving political relations with China, somehow toning down the criticism of China, for the hope of economic uh, well payback. But right now, the very same people, even from the social democrats, seem to be coming back to the critical uh, views of China. So you mentioned Taiwan. So I'd like to ask you about the sister city agreement between Beijing and Prague that was signed in 2016. So news reports reported that this past November, the Prague city government canceled the agreement after Beijing refused to remove language from it that related to recognizing China's uh, one China principle. 
And President Ziman then apparently wrote a letter to Xi Jinping, making it clear that he didn't agree with excising that language from the agreement. So what is the significance of this episode? And is this a local issue that is really limited to the nature of the mayor or just Prague? Or is this indicative of problems in the overall bilateral relationship? Yeah, this is not a local issue. Um, The Prague-Beijing city relations issue is a good indication of the general trend in the Czech Republic. Besides the lack of economic results, which I just said, that are very important, China is politically polarizing issue over here in the Czech Republic. And for politicians, to take a position on China is shorthand to communicate their political stance to the wider public. That's because in the long-term perspective, China is linked to the memory of communism, of course, which this country uh, went through. And in 1989, Václav Havel was was the leader of anti-communist revolution. In the short-term perspective, China's friendly stances became the flagship policy of current President Zeman, which we mentioned a few times already. He's a very controversial person over here. So being against China in the Czech Republic is a symbol of being against Zeman, being pro-Havel, being supporter of 1989 anti-communist revolution, being in favor of democratic transformation, membership of uh, in the EU, NATO, and, and so far. So in fact, much of Czech discussion about China is not so much about China per se, rather than about the Czech Republic. So this very case of Prague, Beijing, so it's interesting that it was not China apparently, who came with the whole idea that the One China Clause was supposed to be there. Three separate sources from the environment of Prague city politics and foreign affairs told me that it was Czech politicians linked to the previous city government who basically injected One China Clause there because they thought that this would be welcomed by China. I repeat, according to these sources, this was not demanded by China to have one China clause there. This was the idea of Czech politicians. But then after the shift in the city government, the new city representation decided to remove this one China clause. And really, this communicates very, very well to the wider public, uh, their position. And indeed, um, the step attracted huge media and public attention And you can see people commenting that they are very happy that the new mayor is tough on China, as if this was one of his major policy results so far. So Prague is now planning to sign a sister city agreement with Taipei. And the president of the Czech Senate, Yaroslav Kubera, says that he's going to visit Taiwan next year, despite, I'm sure, (laughs) opposition from China. So how do you think these developments will affect the Czech Republic's relationship with China going forward? Yeah, I think this is just another evidence which fits very well in the story I was saying, that Czech-China relations are now on the downward trajectory. And I don't expect much improvement. I do expect that China will be critical of this kind of trip if it happens. I don't expect much economic dynamic. So yeah, I think we should expect Czech-China relations to be worsening in the foreseeable future. What about the attitudes of the general public? Are there sharp differences between the sort of average citizens and members of the business community or students? You know, we have some sharp differences in the United States between some of these different constituencies. Do you see that in the Czech Republic as well? 
To some extent, yes. Right now, there is the newest result of Pew Research Survey, which shows that the Czech public is uh, the second most critical in Europe when it comes to China, right after Sweden. So, indeed, there is a lot of criticism. Maybe what is interesting is that even though President Zeman is very positive when it comes to China, according to some surveys, his voters don't really share his overly friendly positions. So when it comes to businesses, not that many Czech businesses are interested in China, but there is a very important exception, and that's the richest Czech person, Petr Kellner, who has sizable, quite significant business interest in China with his uh, PPF and the home credit company. So these companies, even publicly, they said that they see themselves as playing a role improving relations between Czech Republic and China. And now, in last year or two, when these relations started to get worse, they, Kellner and the, the company, like you can see that they, they said they want to improve the views of China in the Czech Republic. So in this way, you see that China is a politicized topic. And that's interesting because actually China's immediate economic role in the country is pretty negligible. It's immediate political, not even mentioning military and so on, roles are also not so important. But yeah, to some extent, uh, with a bit of exaggeration, you can say that there are some signs of China being an issue of cultural war over here. So apparently there has been an uptick in Chinese investments in the Czech Republic since 2013 when President Zeman came to power. I read one think tank report that talked about major Chinese energy corporation investing uh, quite a bit of money, and the holdings include stakes in hotels and a soccer team, breweries, a financial group, and the airline firm that controls the national carrier, Czech Airlines. So what do you think about these investments? Um, Have any of them had positive outcomes for the Czech Republic? And what do you think are, are the drivers in China, these decisions of probably mostly state-owned companies from China investing in the Czech Republic. Do you think their interests are purely commercial or does it go beyond that? So first of all, the increase of Chinese investment in the Czech Republic uh, was not so big as it sometimes might seem from the media reporting. Even though during Xi Jinping's visit, up to 10 billion was promised, up to now, we have seen only about $1 billion. Even from this $1 billion, it's very difficult to pinpoint a clear business success story, which would benefit the Czech economy. I just wanted to say that we shouldn't exaggerate their economic importance to begin with, or even the leverage which China would somehow be getting as a result of that. Now, of course, the motivation is a, is a huge question mark. If you look at where the Chinese investment went, it's a bit peculiar because they bought one of the breweries, they, they bought a football club, and they invested in financial group and airlines and some real estate. It seems that they, ha- they have quite some symbolic importance, and they're not really getting businesses which would, uh, for instance, have very good technologies, which could be seen as strategic infrastructure, and so on and so on. What is perhaps even more interesting is the, the CFC which is the company which is behind most of these Chinese investments in the country. And that's a very special company. So actually, it was a private company. 
However, I think it's not an exaggeration to say that they, they were very shady. And in fact, about one or two years ago, they got into financial troubles. Their chairman disappeared, was arrested in China, and their assets in China and internationally were taken over by the Chinese state agency. So right now, all these formerly CSC investments in the Czech Republic are owned by CITIC, which is the Chinese state investment vehicle. So we really do have a Chinese, basically, government controlling these states over here. But what I want to say is that the whole CFC experience can really be described as a fiasco. And uh, if anything, they destroyed China's image, perhaps not only in the Czech Republic, but even in a broader Central Europe, because in the foreseeable future, many Czech or other companies, when they start cooperating with the Chinese partners, they will really make sure that they know who their partner is, whether the partner has suitable financial background, and so on. The Czech intelligence agency uh, singled out Moscow and Beijing as the most active and aggressive foreign governments uh, in terms of espionage and intelligence gathering and disinformation tactics in its 2018 annual report. How does the government respond to those concerns? So there is a bit of an infight here between various state agencies. So first of all, Czech president is not head of the government. Czech president is a bit of a symbolic uh, figure, even though he does have some real power. And uh, he's really on the one extreme. He openly criticizes, actually, the Czech intelligence agency and the security community at large for their very critical positions on China. He says that they have their own political motives. Now, the government and Prime Minister Andrei Babiš, I would say he is somewhere in between the very critical security community and the president. So actually, the the prime minister has lots of other issues. He's being prosecuted for misuse of the EU funds and faces huge protests, which demand him to step down. So I think he tries to play the whole China issue safe. So he does criticize, he did criticize China on one occasion, but he was also trying to be more conciliatory uh, at another point. So I would say that the government is somewhere in between the very critical security community and very China-friendly president. I wanted to ask about how you see sort of the broader impact of this deterioration in Czech-China relations on China's Belt and Road Initiative. You know, this is Xi Jinping's flagship foreign policy. It's all about connectivity and connecting central and Eastern Europe and using that as a backdoor to European markets further west. So do you think that China is worried about the future of this very crucial link and about the potential negative impact on Chinese interests, particularly in the Belt and Road Initiative? I think Beijing is certainly worried about what's going on with its relations with the Czech Republic. And I just want to repeat what I said before, that the symbolic aspect of this country having these positive views of Tibet, Taiwan, now Hong Kong, this is really something I I believe which worries uh, Beijing. Because in reality, kind of this region as a whole is just a piece of a lot of issues which Beijing is now facing. Obviously, we have Hong Kong, we have Xinjiang, we have U.S.-China trade war and even broader tension, the broader backlash against BRI. So I think the Czech case per se is just a piece of it, but the potential symbolic spillover, so to say, is even bigger. Now, 
this spillover can play some role in the rest of the Central Eastern Europe, as I mentioned. And the Czech experience of lack of economic results can resonate in other countries, which can actually strengthen their own anti-communist and critical attitudes towards China, as the, as the Czech Republic has it. So this is perhaps most likely in Slovakia, in Baltics, Poland, Slovenia, maybe. When it comes to EU at large, I think that the Czech case, of course, plays some role. I think it would uh, give additional evidence for those who have the ongoing negative views of China. Obviously, the EU-China relations are undergoing some some tensions as well. So I, I think that this is just another example over here. So finally, I want to look forward a little bit. President Zeman, I think, has three years left in his second term. Um, so if we look over that period and maybe even beyond, how do you expect the China-Czech relationship to develop? And is there any potential for improvement in the bilateral relationship? You know, what would have to happen for things to turn around? Or do you think we're just going to see a downward spiral? So President Zeman is becoming increasingly isolated in his China-friendly policies or positions. I mean, it's true that there is a Czech Communist Party, which has consistently had positive views of China, but they are quite ostracized. So other political parties don't really coordinate with them. As I mentioned, there are some business interests, but also I wouldn't exaggerate them outside of this one PPF and home credit company. But I think it's interesting to quote President Zeman on his last visit to China when he visited Belt and Road Forum. And he mentioned two interesting things. First, he actually he complained to Chinese that they didn't invest enough, which was really interesting because he didn't do that before. And he was trying to argue that Chinese contribution was actually sizable. So once he admitted that uh, that was not the case, uh, I think that's very good evidence that it really what, what we are talking about. And the second issue he said was he complained in Chinese media about his own country being anti-China. So I think these two points by the President Zeman demonstrate well that Czech-China relations are really not very good. Perhaps a sizable, successful economic project, which would be seen as contributing to Czech economy, would help. But I don't really expect that happening. So I really don't see how in foreseeable future the Czech-China relations can get uh, any better. Well, we've been talking with Dr. Turchani, who's a key researcher at Palatsky University and assistant professor at Mendel University, as well as a program director at the Central European Institute of Asian Studies. Thanks so much for a great conversation, Richard. Thank you very much.